Welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show, brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Welcome, this is the Keystone Kickoff Show, brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network, KeystoneSportsNetwork.com, the Keystone Sports app, where we talk all things Penn State football. Dustin Hawkinsmith here with Greg Pickle. We're kicking off this edition with a little look back at the NFL draft. There was a it was a more action packed than we've kind of grown accustomed to over the past few years. Six Penn State players get drafted, highlighted obviously by Saquon Barkley at number two overall. We'll talk all about that. Some recruiting odds and ends, and whatever we don't talk about draft wise, we'll talk about a little bit later in the show as well. Brandon Short, candidate for Penn State's Board of Trustees, former linebacker, former New York Giant. We'll join us a little bit later, and we'll do a little round of Ask Greg, where your Penn State football and recruiting questions will be answered. Greg, let's start with the draft here. And uh, Saquon Barkley, number two to the Giants. Mike Gesicki to the Dolphins at number 42 overall in the second round. I'm just going to re- recap us here. Troy, sure. Troy Apke, the safety, maybe one of the bigger surprises in the fourth round of the Redskins, number 109. Deshaun Hamilton also went in the fourth round. He went in the fifth round, I'm sorry, to the Broncos. Marcus Allen to the Pittsburgh Steelers at number 148. Love that pick in the fifth round. And Christian Campbell to the uh, Arizona Cardinals at number 182 in the sixth round. A uh, bunch of other guys signed as undrafted free agents. That did not take long at all. What did you think about Penn State's draft hall as a whole here? Yeah, I mean, Barkley the Giants obviously is something that is not only a great fit for him and obviously his long-term viability as an off-field and, uh, marketer and on-field performer, but, uh, you know, I think for Penn State it's a big deal too. Obviously, we'll give them the chance to uh, use that as a recruiting tool for the next couple of years and, and keep things going. So, uh, I guess the biggest winner of the draft to me for Penn State, Dustin, was Mike Gesicki. You just look at the tight end pitcher in Miami, and, man, it's bad. It's almost as bad as Penn State's current one, quite honestly. Um, yeah. You know, it, actually, I probably would rank Penn State's a little bit better. I mean, the two guys, and I know they may have brought some more guys in or will be bringing some more guys in, but the two guys on the roster right now, one had more carries than receptions in 2017, and the other one played in just four games uh, a year ago. He was a sixth-round 2015 draft pick how many of those guys are still floating around and making starting type plays in the nfl that many so i mean mike is in a situation now where he has the chance to be the guy from day one and he'll have to earn it of course but he really found the perfect home and then troy apke washington redskins at first i thought it was a mistake quite honestly i was like man is that right did i read that right and then yeah they announced the pick and it was sure he was uh the safety and former mount lebanon star i mean look uh, the speed and what he can do in that regard is unquestioned, but is he an NFL caliber uh, safety when it comes to coverage and going with guys and, and you know being uh, responsible for the back half of the defense? I don't know. We'll see, but Washington clearly thinks so. Deshaun Hampton did go in the fourth. I don't know why I second-guessed myself. Fourth round to the, to the yeah. Broncos. I, yep. I, I like that pick for him, too. And I know that every team who makes a phone call to every guy that they draft is excited, and they're going to be the one, and they've got big plans for him. But the Broncos really do seem genuinely excited about having Deshaun Hamilton. He kind of complements what they've got going on there. And he's got a legitimate shot to compete for the slot role there. And, uh, you know, ha- having an offense now built around Case Keenum where I think Deshaun Hamilton, the trust where he's going to be and when you believe he's going to be there, there's a lot of value in that. Mike Gesicki, 
really good landing spot. I, I honestly thought that he had a shot to go late in the first round. Yeah. Uh, just because of the fact that playoff teams were picking there and playoff teams could maybe afford to have him play sort of a specialty role, which is to say, Mike, we want you to improve as a blocker, but here's what you here's what we want you to do. We want you to be a weapon. He'll be a weapon right away for the Dolphins. And I think it's really to the point where, and, and it's always funny whenever you're covering guys for years, and now you're talking about them being in fantasy football drafts. Yeah. And Mike Kosicki, I think you have to acknowledge that there's some possibilities there um, in that offense where there's some catches to go around with Jarvis Landry now in, uh, in Cleveland. It's an interesting situation for him. And then... Obviously, Saquon Barkley, number two overall, speaking of fantasy drafts. Uh, Dave Gettleman, the general manager for the Giants, was getting a little bit of criticism, I guess. Number one, because there there is um, a lot of analysis out there to suggest in all kinds of ways that taking a running back is not a wise maneuver at number, at number two overall. I, I get that. Um, I'm I'm not necessarily on board with that line of thinking. I'm I'm okay with taking Saquon Barkley number two overall. The other part was he said that he didn't listen to trade offers at all. Yeah, didn't take his franchise quarterback. There's a two long term outlook type approaches that he did not take, and I really do think that he he believes the Giants are this piece away from competing again in the NFC East. He might be right. We'll see. Yeah, the other thing that comes to mind, Dustin, is that he just was in the mindset that this is the guy I'm taking, and there's no you know, stopping that kind of that kind of uh, thing once it gets rolling downhill. But to me, I mean, not listening to the trade offers part, I just don't, I don't understand why that was a problem. If you don't want to trade to pick, then you're not going to trade to pick, so why would you uh, bother? I actually appreciate the fact that he tried to quicken the – made for TV draft process yeah. by he said he would have had his pick in 20 seconds in instead of five minutes in but the NFL told him he had to wait so uh, you know that's a, a, a completely other thing but I mean the, the way they do the draft now man I just don't what what an unsustainable boring product uh, when you get towards the back half of day three and it just drags on and drags on and drags on and they keep showing commercials and I just don't I don't know if there's a better way to do it but the current way I just can't see how fans would sit through that for three days it just it's way too long you invest forty six hours into watching the draft seven rounds two hundred and fifty six picks it's brutal um, so that's my tangent on the way ESPN runs the draft but yeah as it relates to you know go back to hand. Hamilton quick I, I just think that when you get a guy like him in any offense he's going to be a guy that can thrive but that Denver offense is a pretty neat fit because Case Keenum has some weapons now it's weird to talk about Case Keenum I think as a quarterback that could actually uh, successfully lead a, a very good offense but he has the pieces around him to do it now and I think for Dave Sean anywhere he would have went would have been fine but Denver makes plenty of sense as well. It's the Keystone kickoff show talking some Penn State football the 2018 NFL draft yeah, Deshaun Hamilton, a good fit there in Denver. Uh, Trey Hopke, I just, I just wonder. <laughs> I, I wonder, you know, the the Redskins. I just didn't think the Redskins had a very good draft as a whole. But you're really basing this pick off the the vertical jump, which was what 41 inches on, on the dot, and the 40 time, which is 434, which is fine. That's 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 fair. Um, you also, I think, have to believe that he still has a lot of room to grow into being a safety. 
considering he yeah. didn't get as much um, quality time and starts at that position as, as you might want. Maybe he's got some upside at, at, at that spot where, at the very least, if you've got a guy who runs a 4-3-4, he can help you on, on special teams right away. I guess the question is it comes down to the age-old, does it matter? Once you get into day three, is it all about what just what you want? And does it really, you know, is Marcus Allen in the fifth round any different from Troy Apke in the fourth round? I would say probably. But, um, yeah, I was just very surprised that, that he went – there i mean again it, the question that's always going to hamper him until he makes uh you know has more proven tape is is he a track athlete in football pads or is he a really fast and good football player and look there were times when he was you know okay for penn state and maybe a little bit above average but there were also a lot of times when he was running down wide receivers who were 10 15 yards ahead of him too so i don't know we'll see did he play as fast as the 40 time suggests you know, the, as a, as a as a safety at Penn State, I'm not I'm not sure if he did or not. I'm I, I'm pulling for him for sure. Yeah, and that's a good opportunity he's got. Uh, Marcus Allen. I think the big surprise was if you're comparing Penn State players side by side, right. you just would have never in a million years pegged Apke to go off the board before Deshaun Hamilton, Marcus Allen, and Christian Campbell. Yeah, which was surprising because Christian Campbell worked out well too. Yeah. And he's a long cornerback. So him going to uh, the Cardinals in the sixth round is an interesting fit. Uh, the Cardinals are doing a little bit of a, a reload on the fly job there. And you, you saw they moved up in the first round to get Josh Rosen as their hopeful quarterback of the future. Sam Bradford probably is not your quarterback of the future, so I, I agree with that. Uh, but it, anytime you have a franchise who's who's going through a time of transition, it's an it's an interesting opportunity for a late round pick. And Christian Campbell, you could have done a lot worse there. I'm a little surprised he lasted that long, to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, I was too. Uh, Troy Apke, I've seen the comparison made to Reed Daltrey, the former that took over for Sean Taylor in Washington. So I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Um, Crazier things have certainly happened. Christian Campbell going out late. I mean, I don't want to say – and it was the same thing with Marcus Allen, too. Like, you know, there was just this consensus that, oh, they're dropping, they're dropping. And I don't know if dropping was the right way to put it. I mean, these are guys that had round four, five, maybe six round, you know, grade. So I don't necessarily think dropping is the way to look at that. But certainly – some of those guys would have liked to have gone earlier, but I mean, Marcus gets a great fit in Pittsburgh. How could what what, what more could you ask for if you're him? And then you know, with Christian Campbell, he gets to learn from Patrick Peterson. So I mean, there's a lot to like about where these guys ended up. Yeah, Marcus Allen to the Steelers was uh, an interesting opportunity. I guess he said that his his dad was from that area. He spent summers in Pittsburgh, so it's a homecoming of sort, and not just because it's State College. They need some help at, at safety. They drafted one early in Terrell Edmonds from Virginia Tech, and there there's, again, an opportunity there. What about the undrafted guys here, Greg? Which of these guys do you think has a shot? So Jason Gabin and Saeed Blacknall, both to the Raiders. Uh, Brendan Mann to Carolina, Grant Haley to the New York Giants, and Tyler Davis a shot to uh, to kick in Buffalo. Yeah, uh, you know, one thing I want to say to you first is happy Kentucky Derby week. I forgot about that. It is Kentucky Derby week, yeah. I saw Mike Martz said, too, that to, not to, to completely not answer your question, but Mike Martz had said that Trey Apke was the best player that the NFL PA Bowl has ever had, which seems to be a pretty stunning level of praise. So, I don't know, maybe... I just don't see it with Trey Apke's film. Maybe I'm just not that intelligent when it comes to looking at stuff. But, um, you know, we'll see somewhere down the road. When it comes to looking at stuff. Yeah. Not that intelligent when it comes to looking at stuff. Okay, I I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, 
Uh, the undrafted free agent guys. I was looking at that group. Obviously, if you're going to rank them, uh, poor Tyler Davis is just a camp leg for Stephen House get a suit of rest. Uh, but hey, it's a shot. It's the money. It's a chance to get into front of some NFL people. So that's cool. Um, uh, Grant Haley in New York makes sense. Uh, yeah, the guys that are going out to, to Oakland, I don't know. I mean, I looked at that roster, and I think Saeed Blacknell is always going to have a chance because of how athletic he is. The question is, can he can he, can he be consistently productive? That was a problem for him at Penn State. Jason Cabinda, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Brendan Mann going to Carolina, I thought was another one. One of those ones where you say to yourself, hmm, that could work out really well. Yeah. And, you know, the one thing I think people forget about with these undrafted free agent guys is it's almost better, at least in my mind, to go undrafted if you're going to go in like the last, uh, I don't know, round and a half maybe. Because you get to pick where you go you get to find a landing spot that suits you best and i think a lot of people forget about that they get hung up in the well i can't believe so and so didn't get drafted but uh when you really consider it getting to pick where you want to go is a pretty big deal As to say blacknall if he's willing and, and to do the dirty work and play special teams that helps his cause brendan mann the ability to play multiple positions grant haley i think could defend the slot in the league we'll find out for sure all these guys get shots there, so we're uh, we're moving on here. I want to talk about the 2019 NFL Draft for just a moment in the next segment. We'll also talk, talk some recruiting. Stick around. Hey, Penn State fans, here is your chance to take something off your bucket list. That's right, Go PSU RV is offering a full range of RV setups ready for a weekend of great tailgating at their Lions Den, which is the closest single-game RV overnight lot to Beaver Stadium. You can arrive anytime Friday afternoon. Stay until Sunday morning, avoiding all that traffic. Don't miss this unique opportunity. Go online to gopsurv.com and reserve your RV today. 160,000 miles. That's on average how often you'll use your car insurance. But what if you could get help with more, more often? Maybe save a couple of bucks on clothes or at restaurants. What if you could even get rescued roadside when a tire goes flat or your battery dies? You can, when you're a member and your auto insurance is AAA. Insurance that's not just insurance. Talk to your local AAA agent or visit AAA.com to learn more about how AAA works at every mile. Hey, Keystone Sports Nation, it's Scott Shirley, the Executive Director of Uplifting Athletes, inviting you to join us for the annual Gridiron Gala Saturday, June 9th, in downtown Harrisburg at the Keystone Building. Features all-you-can-eat and drink, tailgate food, and special guests, including Devin Still, former Penn State All-American and NFL star, and most importantly, the father of Leah, who courageously beat her rare cancer and inspired millions. Visit upliftingathletes.org to learn more and help us tackle rare diseases. Hope to see you there. 